Hello, Real Madrid fans. This is your host, Enrique Caceres, the Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Thank you all for listening. Let's recap the great game we saw over the weekend. Saturday, October 28th, the Classico in Barcelona. Uh, away from home, great victory, 2-1, two goals from Jude Bellingham, one goal from Gundogan, victory for Real Madrid, sitting on top of the table. I don't want to get carried away with this win on top of it. I think we were a bit fortunate to get out of it, a bit fortunate of with some lucky bounces, some lucky places going our way team getting the Barcelona getting extremely exhausted from the full press they did in the first half so let's go over what happened in the game let's go over what we saw both goals it was um both goals were all three goals were very good goals I have to say from a bit of poor poor marking poor mistakes small minuscule mistakes that happened Gundogan gets a goal in the sixth minute uh, from uh, one-two pass in the middle of the of the top of the 18 of Real Madrid's final third, and uh, he gets a fortunate uh, ball back uh, inside the 18-yard box that was uh, deflected off a player from Real Madrid. And then, instead of David Alaba clearing it with his uh, his right foot, he clear he tries to clear it with his left foot, tackling, and it winds up right back into Gundogan's feet. And he's able to slip past Kepa, one nothing. And then we get a goal in the 68th minute uh, from Jude Bellingham, a wonder strike about maybe 30 yards out, full right foot, right through with the ball. Uh, 68. Uh, Ter Stegen wasn't even able to see it; it moved slightly curved out uh, towards the inside of the uh, right post, and uh, that's one one. And then in the 90 minute plus. Two, Carvajal gets a ball down the right side uh, on the final third of Barcelona. He's moving up the pitch and places. I think he was aiming for a low cross towards anyone inside the 18-yard box, six-yard box even. Make Put question marks out there for the, maybe the defender, Barca, maybe the goalkeeper or anybody that was in and around the area and the six-yard box in between maybe the 12-yard box. But that low cross gets to Luka Modric he mistraps it and fortunate bounces he gets back and it goes over the Barca defender and they forget to track Jude Bellingham and Jude Bellingham finds himself again in the late run in midfield and heading into the box six yard box and he taps it in between Ter Stegen's legs and scores game winner and does celebration tremendous tremendous game wonder game exceptional game for Jude Bellingham he was gone missing so I'll let's talk about a little bit of the game the first team minutes 15 minutes was very sloppy by Madrid nervous on the ball not putting in a tackle very poor poor passes Vinny Jr. not tracking back Vinny Jr. more worried about the calls uh, not focused on the game Jude nowhere to be found and this is in the first 15 minutes uh, maybe pushed on to the next 35 um, Barca players just pressed a full 45 minutes. They didn't even give us a sniff. Maybe the final five minutes we were able to get onto the ball and, and relax. Space was provided. Um, I noticed a lot of things in this first half that uh, were pretty 
um, startling. Every time Vinny got into the right and was able to, well, on the left, and he was on his favorite right foot, he was denied a shot on goal, of course. But then he was denied anybody inside the box that was making a run. So they just made a compact in the middle, Barca, so that Vinny couldn't find a player. So Jude wasn't there. There was no late runners from Valverde, Chuomeni. Also, there was uh, Rodrigo wasn't cutting in. He was even marked by two, three players. And Madrid struggled. Um, Madrid couldn't get the game in. He couldn't get into the game till the final five minutes. Barca couldn't control everything. They controlled the pace. They controlled the pressing. They made uh, Real Madrid look very, very slow. They made Real Madrid look very, very poor in their tackles. They couldn't chase him down. Uh, Barca looked like they had more energy. Barca looked like they had more. With Stan, they were just out there in the first half. Tremendous. And then, then, and then you get the tale of two halves. With Vinny calming down, not worried about the ref, uh, players moving into certain positions, uh, substitutions happening at the end. Well, when the substitutions, I'll say, um, if we look at the facts of the game, subs came on in 52, subs came on in 63, and, and then Jude gets a goal in the 68th. And those subs really made a huge impact. The Camavinga coming on for Mende, who looked to be injured, and I think his, his Real Madrid career could be over by this season. Then Luka Modric goes in for Tony Cruz. And Tony Cruz is a player that was... Uh, he didn't have a poor first half, but he did have... Um, he did have... Uh, not to say he was pressed a lot, but also he made those players run a lot because he found his pockets in the final third, in our final third, to grab the ball from the defenders, not afraid to, to bring it out. And uh, so he maybe of him controlling the game so much made them so tired and then uh, Luka Modric coming in on for him for 63rd and then Josulu coming in for Rodrigo who was obsolete nowhere to be found same with uh, Jude Bellingham nowhere to be found as well most of this game and then um, Josulu really looks off the tee he isn't a Real Madrid caliber player but I guess he just puts in an effort and makes a bit of uh, question marks for the other defenders because of his height and the way he's moved off the ball. I think he's better off the ball than than with it at this point now for our team. So he's just there to grab up space that's much needed for the other players. Um, and then Jude gets his goal in the 68th. The one to strike out of nowhere really. Everyone was giving it a strike or Chouameni had struck the ball. Jude Bell, uh, Valverde had striked the ball and they were just they were giving us that long distance shot. So I think that's where Jude Bellingham came came and said, I'm going to take one right here. We'll see what happens. And and on in the middle of the goal, being uncontested, uh, front line, uh, right on goal, take a strike and see what happens in it. And it did. And 1-1. One, one. Um, but Real Madrid was in full, It was a tale of two, two halves, basically. Barca was in full control. Then Real Madrid was in full control in the second half. They... Romaji did struggle a bit in defense, I had to say. They did offer a lot of gaps at times. With But our subs were the uh, changing point of this game. Subs made a major difference in us gaining, gaining more and more control in the game. And we also had a bit more fitness left in us to make that final runs in the in the box and i think that's where it, where it helped in the final third in the final minutes and we also had enough fitness to defend that lead as well to one in the final tails of the minute so real madrid were fat 
weren't at their best and it isn't a team that looks like they are gaining a lot of they struggle against a full press team and Real Madrid will struggle against um, a team that plays a low block as well I think Real is a team that is emphasizing more on waiting for the their players to come out of out of out of their shell of Vinicius Jr. or Rodrigo let them come out of their shell and start playing again because they both are out of form at this moment right now Vinny a bit disappointed worried about the ref but also he didn't get a lot of calls as well and I was a bit upset by that as well he should have got some calls but he finally did I uh, Barca were upset that maybe they were getting pressured but it's true Vinny was fouled quite a numerous amount of time and then also Vinny complained a lot of numerous amount of time he was more worried about the getting the calls and falling down than actually tracking back. So that's uncharacteristic of him. I think that's where they need to really adjust at the Real Madrid club with him, sit him down and explain to him, might as well just play the game itself. But fortunate enough, we were able to get the win. And I think uh, Barca does have some downfalls with injuries, but also I don't think see them as strong as they were the first uh, time because players are older players are more experienced the other teams are aware of their their strengths and their weaknesses and um i think real and they're vulnerable when they have Joao Cancelo because he isn't going to defend back but uh they do have Ronald Araujo who is quite a tremendous player who's able to have Vinny right in his pocket at times but Vinny was uh Vinny can only get better after a few more occasions against them and i've seen him beat him one-on-one Joao Felix uh, was a bit underwhelming, I think. Uh, Carvajal played well under him, but also with Joao Felix, if he does have open space, he is dangerous. But Rudiger and Alaba, decent game, not the not the worst game in the world. And Kamavinga coming on for Mendy was just a thousand times better. I know he doesn't like to play that position, but it is key that he, he was an important figure. And then... My man of match performance of, of all this is Jude Bellingham. Two goals, a wonder strike on the first goal, and then the late run characteristic and being there in the 90th minute at the right place, right time. I don't know if it's luck. I don't know if it's form. I don't know what it is at the moment. It's unexplainable at this time. I lost the words. But Real Madrid and Jude Bellingham, he's finding his time. He's finding his moments, and he's making the runs where it's needed. He's where the ball is supposed to be, and that's where... When the great players find it, uh, Jude Bellingham is not known for goal scoring this many goals, but also he's not known for playing this kind of position of playing freely up front in the final third, finding the space and finding the gaps in the middle of the park. And his fitness level is tremendous because he's finding more energy in the last five minutes of the game than any time in the, of anybody else. So uh, player in form, can it, can it last that long? We need Rodrigo and Vinicius to play better. That's a flat-out, honest opinion. They need to play better. Um, we won this game because of the, the sure talent of Jude Bellingham's uh, form, talent that he's in the right place, right time. Uh, we won this game because, first, we showed a bit of, a, of adjustments in the coaching end and the substitutions. Luka Modric's experience on the ball, who provides such a chaos when getting on the ball. And Tony Cruz providing that control in the first half, keeping it still one nothing, and not being afraid to be on the ball, putting that, uh, making them forced to press him. Basically, I think that's so key. I, I hate to say, it, but those two players are still valuable in this squad. Valverde showing his endless running, moving more closer into midfield, asked to carry the ball forward, breaking the lines. I think that's where tremendous 
and too many tackling, finding gaps, finding space, cutting passing lanes, which was a tireless game for him. He did well, and Kamavinga providing that extra umph going forward with extra speed, more tenacity. And Vinicius Jr. showing spurts and of attacking the play, but he needs to provide that more and more. I think being in the center, being closer into the middle has provided him less time on the ball where he's not comfortable, but he's going to have to adjust to that position. And Rodrigo needs to pick up form. I wouldn't be surprised if they asked Joe Salute to start. I wouldn't be surprised if that happens at sooner or later in this season, but I don't know if it will because Rodrigo looks like a player that they are sticking with throughout the season, good and the bad, and I, I, I can't disagree with that either because he can provide any moments of magic at times. A player like that, who he needs to score more often. But Real Madrid has talent to carry on this team. And you can't give them time or space because what Barca did was the worst thing they could do is sit back on Real Madrid because they will gra- gather up opportunity. They don't need invitation to go forward. And if you do provide them invitation going forward, we they will score. And so I'd say the reasonings of these games was lack of uh, depth for Barcelona. The tactics weren't worked in the second half. Our adjustments happened in the second half were, were crucial. Barca uh, weren't prepared for that. They don't have the caliber of players in depth on the on the bench to continue the way we play. Um, and we have the talented player, the player in form, and the best player in the moment right now in the world. I'll say it right here, Jude Bellingham. He scores when it's needed. He scores in the right moment. He gets game winners. He's not scoring the last goal in the uh, final if they win. He's scoring the first goal and the only goal in the game-winning goals as well. So Jude Bellingham is a player that everyone is focused on, a player that Real Madrid players are playing for, and that's why he's successful at this moment. Can this continue? Can this form go on for another 60 games? I don't know. That's hard to tell. That's the frustrating part of it all. I think Real Madrid need Vinicius and Rodrigo to be better informed and Josu to carry his weight. There needs to be more goals from players. Uh, we can't rely on Jude Bellum getting 30 goals. That's not known for that. Um, can it happen? I've seen crazier things happen in soccer at this moment. But Real have to were, have to be worried that the other players aren't carrying their weight around. And Vinny... And Rodrigo needs to start adjusting to that position and needs to start working. Um, thanks, guys. Uh, this was the recap for Real Madrid against Barcelona, our amazing win. We're sitting at the top of the table right now uh, with with 28 points. And Atletico Madrid is with uh, 10 games played with uh, 25 points. So still, still a good race going on in the top half of the table. With Barca fourth, Atletico Madrid third with one game in hand. And Girona and Real Madrid tied on 28, but Madrid has more goals defended. So, as we see where we're going right now, we're going to recap the rest of the games over the weekend. And over the weekend, we had a good amount. Uh, We had Tottenham, Hotspur winning 1-0 against... um, 2-1 2-1 against uh, Crystal Palace. And they're sitting at the top of the table with 28 points. Then you had um, Girona still pulling off a 1-0 win against uh, Celta de Vigo. And then we had Chelsea lose to Brentford 2-0. Brentford still uh, have Chelsea's number. They've won quite a few games against them at this point. Bayern Munich put eight past uh, Darston and a promoted team from Bundesliga 2. Arsenal get a 5-0 easy win against Sheffield United. 
Very, very poor Sheffield United. And then Wolves and Newcastle play to a 2-2 draw. Juventus beats uh, Hellas Verona. Very convincing. And then we get on Sunday, we get PSG barely beating um, Brest 3-2. Everton pulling off a 1-0 victory over West Ham. I think West Ham have three loss. Uh, they've had three games um they have three games on the on the on the on the flip. They've lost three in a row already. They need to start getting bouncing back. And Aston Villa convincing win three one, and they're playing fire lights out right now. And then Fulham one one against Brighton, and then Liverpool three nothing win against Nottingham Forest convincing um, win for them. Jota, Nunez, and Salah getting on there. And Frankfurt and Dortmund play to a three three draw. Uh, Interesting for them. Dortmund needed to catch up, and they didn't. Uh, unacceptable for their part. And then Man United lose three nothing against Manchester City in Old Trafford. Dreadful game for Man United. No game plan. No idea. No, no Ten Hag. They, he looks like he's a man lost in the in the in in a lineup, uh, not knowing where he's going. Uh, Sending down Varane, playing Evans. I don't know where else you can say. I don't say sack Ten Hag. I say he needs more time. It definitely needs more time. It's a toxic club. It's a club that needs more fixing and under new management might not be the issue. Uh, Man City, same. You could say they get Rodri back, key plus for them, and Holland uh, scoring. Then Leverkusen win 2-1 against Freiburg. Great goal. Great win for them. Keep the, the table close in the Bundesliga. Inter 1-0 against Roma. And Lukaku and Jose Mourinho lose this game. And then Napoli 2-2 with, uh, with Milan up 2-0. And then Napoli comes back 2-2, showing a great resilience. And then Atletico Madrid 2-1 against Deportivo Alves. Uh, easy win, lower team, team in the table at the moment right now so they're pulling off the they're pulling off the right stops with that uh, bottom half of the table team so good um thank you guys for listening i appreciate it today we're gonna have uh Villarreal versus granada atalanta versus empoli and Lazio versus fiorentina thank you guys i appreciate it please rate and subscribe to the podcast thanks guys bye